Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The little thing you've done that feels normal during these COVID times. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What is the little thing that you've done in the past few months during this odd, strange COVID world we're living in that has felt normal? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What made you ask that question? Well, we had this moment over the weekend. So we love this band, Trampled by Turtles. Okay. And they did a drive-in concert somewhere in the uh, Chicago, Illinois area. Okay. And they live streamed it at the same time. So we went in with uh, some of our really good friends on buying a ticket to stream it live. And we, they put up a screen in their backyard and a projector so we could socially distance, cool. but sit together in the backyard and watch this. We were supposed to go see them in July, and we were not able to for obvious reasons. Um, and it was just one of those moments where it just felt like, oh, this is what normal life feels like again, right? That we were out, we would have been outdoors at a concert. Of course, it was on a screen, but listen. When I'm at a concert, I'm never close enough to see the people anyway. Yeah. So I'm watching it on the screen anyway. Uh, and we just enjoyed ourselves and it felt normal for a minute. That's I awesome. just got to forget that life was the way it is right now. 651-641-1071. What's the little thing you've done during these COVID times that's felt kind of normal? We've got Megan on the line. Perfect. Hi, Hi Megan. Megan. Megan, what's <laughs> that thing you've done that's just made you feel a little bit normal? Um. Well, on... Um... Not this, not this weekend, but the weekend before, I got to volunteer for a triathlon. And the next weekend, I'm going to volunteer for a duathlon for the same small company that is doing everything she can to, to survive. So it was just joyful to help her. That's and, so cool. Yeah. And a so real just, live in-person triathlon and duathlon? Can you believe it? Yes. It was just us. Uh, it just filled me with so much joy and happiness and normalcy that I just, I almost, I couldn't believe it. I was just so happy. Oh, that's so that's great. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for your call. Um, yeah. See, it's those like little things that you forgot that you missed. Do you oh, have God, anything so that many. springs to mind for you, Brad? I mean, I like, I'm just grateful for every day I get to go into work. Um, I go to the gym so I have some things that are normal that we didn't get to do initially that we now are able to do. I um, frequently will go to brunch on Saturday morning outside on a patio with friends. So I get that like a little taste of normal. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for those. They're mostly simple things like that. Yeah. Or having, you know, friends in your backyard. Yeah. Like for a cookout or something like that. Just being able to connect with people um, in a way that makes you maybe forget um, all the other stuff. I will say the only thing like is the trying to social distance while you're doing it. Cause you know, you get familiar with people when you're yeah. with your close friends and suddenly, you know, you're sitting next to each other and you're like, Oh, are we too close? 
Should we move over here? It's a bizarre thing. Uh, do we have any other callers, Holly? Yeah, we have Elizabeth on the line. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what's the little thing you've done that just has felt normal? It's kind of along the lines of what Bradley was saying, but um, I finally took my kids to like a public park yesterday mm. and just let them run free and do their park thing, yeah. which I hadn't done at all during COVID. I mean, I figured they're doing it at school now on the playground probably. And I don't know. It was just so relaxing because I just like shut my eyes for a second and didn't care about where exactly they were and yeah. what exactly they were doing. They were in a, you know, one acre space and they just ran free. Oh, gosh. I bet everybody needed a little bit of that. Yep. Get out and yeah. enjoy it while you Thank can. Thank you for your call. I will say the other thing that has been and I and I am so grateful that um, the associations that my boys and my daughter play ball for baseball and softball for have found a way to do to do a safe season as safe as possible um because sitting by the baseball diamond that is the most normal thing that our family does Mm -hmm. and the fact that we've been able to do that week after week after week and we're counting down now we've got like two weekends left of fall sports and I just, that is the thing. I, you know, I sit there and I watch my kids play and they're so happy. And I think this feels normal again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do we have any? Oh, Holly's fielding some She's more busy phone on calls. The phone. I will say, you know, you made a point, Bradley, like soak it up while you can, because I think we're all sort of looking at the weather and thinking we're going to cycle through fall and then winter's going to hit and then what? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, how, how, how will we retain normal then? Who else do we have on the line, Holly? We have Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what is the little thing you've done that has felt normal since COVID began? Well, I went to a major hardware retailer, you know, orange sign, and <laughs> to drive up to the garden area, you see all the mums. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm in heaven. Yes. This is great. So, yep. And it feels normal by the dirt, by the moms and plants. Yep. So, yes. I love it. Absolutely amazing. I love that, Mary. I'm glad that you got to do that. There is something about that. Thanks for your call. About that, like, right, normal sort of um seasonal experience that gets you back into the time continuum that we're actually in. Yeah, no. Right? And uh, I mean, we're going to continue to have those experiences for the first time. I mean, that's the weird thing is that all of this is the first time during this moment we're having those experiences, mm-hmm. so we're probably more aware of them, but you know, certainly grateful for all the sort of things we used to take for granted Absolutely. that we're able to do for the time being. Absolutely. Holly, do we have any other callers? Yeah, we have a few more. Let's go to Lori. Hi, Lori. Lori, what is the little thing that you've done that has felt normal during these COVID times? Well, it's it's not such a little thing, but um, every year for the past 20 years, my sister and her family and my husband, kids, and I have gone up to a resort in northern Minnesota and we were really afraid that we weren't going to be able to this year. But we did. We went. It was in August. And um, it's a resort where the cabins are very spaced apart. So we didn't have to have any concerns about, um, you know, being near others. But just to get out on the water felt so normal. We were away mm. for a few days. We didn't have to think about anything. And it was like every other summer that we go. That is That's so awesome. wonderful. 
Oh, that is a big thing. I will. I'll. I'll yeah. say. Yeah. Thank you for your call. Oh, that is really nice. See, and those are like you. The other thing, like she said, is like if you do it every year. And to your point, Bradley, it's the first time you're doing it in this new way. It almost is like you almost have that much more gratitude and appreciation for how special it is. Absolutely. Uh, Holly, who else do we have? We have Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie, what's the little thing that you've done that feels normal during these COVID times? Well, we went to a movie, movie theater for the first time since all this. Has oh, wow. Yeah. How was that for you? It was fine. You, know, you wore a mask going in. Um, we were there were four of us in the theater, so we took them off because we weren't sitting near each other. And um, uh, it was a good movie. And yeah, so what, it, we felt. What movie was it, it? It's called Unhinged with Russell Crowe. It's oh. about road rage. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty exciting. Nice and relaxing. <laughs> no, it wasn't funny. It was pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it felt normal because we always used to go to movies and we haven't yeah. been for months. Yeah. So that was fun to go again. Oh, I love that. Thanks for your call. I cannot wait to get back in the theater. All right. And anybody else there, Holly? No. Okay. Holly, do you have one that you want to share? I go on walks. That's that's it. Yeah. I just keep walking. <laughs> She's still walking. She's just walking right walking. now. Yeah, just Bye. keep walking. <laughs> Holly's on a walk. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we did watch the Emmys last night, and they were anything but normal. But we're going to talk a little bit about the telecast itself, what our thoughts were of the Emmys telecast when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Last night, the Emmys were on TV. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we watched those Emmys. We did. Uh, they were the Emmys like no other. The Emmys like no other. And we thought, hmm, we should maybe have a little quick conversation about how that telecast went. Bradley, do you want to kind of lay the groundwork for how it was? I mean, in the first place. <laughs> So, mm, it's not. It, there's not really an easy way to describe what the telecast consisted of last night, other than to say it was totally atypical of anything you've seen before. Now, that said, um, specifically, you had Jimmy Kimmel hosting uh, the Emmys telecast, and I will just cut to the chase and say, I think all things considered, they did a pretty amazing job, and I was actually kind of, like, there are some things that I'm kind of here for. Let me explain first what it was like uh, to answer your actual question. Mm-hmm. So you had Jimmy Kimmel in a on a set on a television set along with some other hand selected celebrities that passed COVID tests. Two of which were not able to be there: Juliana Rancic and um, Vivica Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm assuming Juliana was going to do like ease coverage. Okay, so yes, they were going to do ease coverage, which I did not watch. Really. I didn't either. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm just I'm taking us on a quick sidetrack because I assumed there wouldn't be any because what would they do, right? right? Because there's no red carpet. There's not really like fashions. A lot of people were sitting on their couches at their house mm-hmm. wearing their jammies. I don't know, not their jammies, but not like in the gowns. In any case, they had uh, one set of hosts that then were meant to hand it off to Julie, 
Juliana Rancic, and she couldn't do it. Yeah, because she had the COVID, um, and hopefully she gets well and she's uh, happy and healthy. Um, okay, so that said, so they had these hand-selected celebrities, though, that would interact with Jimmy from a distance, or they had clearly passed whatever bubble quarantine, blobbity blue Right. So they were able to be on the same set together. And all things considered, I thought they did a pretty good job. Now, um, so there he would sort of man the, the telecast from that studio and then they would sort of send out the telecast to either pre-taped packages mm-hmm. or um, live, you know, uh, live shots uh, that were off camera not off camera, live shots of like celebrities' homes or like in some cases the celebrity tents in the backyard of their celebrity mansions, Mm -hmm. which I want to talk about that. So it kind of went back and forth from home base out into the world. And again, all things considered, I I mean, they pulled off a telecast. Here's one thing I I learned that I thought was really interesting is that, you know, remember we read that letter very early on, the letter that went out to all the Emmy nominees about how they were going to do the Emmys, right? And there was something in there about how their crew would make sure that the people who chose not to be in studio or or live in person, would they would make them look their best. Well, do you know what they sent them? They sent each of those nominees who wanted to be on camera from home, they sent them a computer, uh, an iPhone, and a ring light. So that they could, and then like tips on setting up their home studio so that they would look fantastic. That's awesome. Um, It was really interesting. And they did not have very many glitches. They had a few little internet hiccups, but for the most part, it was pretty seamless. And when you think about, to your point, they were doing this unlike they've ever done it before. They did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, as compared to the telecasts that we've thrown together, you know, like the first episode of Saturday Night Live, um, you know, some of the other things, some of the concert situations, like that were kind of clunky. I feel like we're now finally in a place where probably uh, uh, due to a combination of things, including but not limited to more testing that's available so people can actually share the same physical spaces together. But with that and just the learning curve uh, having been long enough that people have sort of figured out how to make things look, um, you know, seamless. Um, and then just the the experience of, you know, making the technology look more seamless than mm-hmm. um, maybe it did initially. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like all of those things combined, I think we're finally getting into a place where, you know, they're capable of putting something together that doesn't just look like, oh, God, is this what we have to look forward to for the next year? Right. That said, the other thing that I really did like and I enjoy and I hope that they will. I like I kind of am here for and some and other, other people have said this, too. I'm here for like cutting to the celebrity in their home. Yeah. Like, I, I think you could do it so that it maybe doesn't look as, you know, as sort of ramshackle in some cases, because some celebrities more than others. It was like. That just looks kind of like you and I on a Zoom call. Right. Which, again, technology, the moment, fine. But if we were going for, like, I would not be opposed to something where, uh, you know, that it sort of looks like a version of what we saw last night, just a a better produced version, because I did think there was this delightfully intimate quality to some of the acceptance speeches because they're literally sitting on their couch. Right. Um, next to their partner like in some cases. Mark Ruffalo's. Yeah. And it was just so, it wasn't as stuffy as a lot of those acceptance speeches are. There is a difference to a person when they're not, you know, uncomfortable in their clothing, mm-hmm. standing on a stage with all those eyeballs on them, right? So, like, him sitting on the couch next to his wife and just expressing his gratitude for an award. I wonder if it felt really surreal for him, too. But for us, it was such an interesting, intimate thing to be witness to. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with humanizing people in this moment. So I I kind of would be fine if people like maybe they're like, I don't want to show up to the award ceremony, but you can send your mobile crew over so that, you know, um, people have options. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I'm very date or not daytime television, but television is a different medium, and therefore the awards uh, show is a different ball of wax than, say, the Academy Awards. And I don't think you're going to be able to get away with a lot of the same things Mm -hmm. at the Academy Awards that the Emmys could get away with, um, because the Emmys just feel somewhat more informal in a way that the the Oscars, I don't think, will. Um, But that said, I am very curious to see, like, what the heck is going to happen at the Oscars? Well, and somebody, but somebody does deserve an award for putting together that kind of seamless, bizarre, um, bizarre telecast. Okay, you, I want to make sure, oh, we have like one minute to talk about the people in their tents in their mansions uh, waiting, awaiting their awards. There were a couple shows that just threw everybody together yeah. at tables and clearly were having a party. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of fun. Like, right, like if, if you're super bougie or, you know, somebody's got like a big fat lawn that you can put up a tent. Well, I know the Poops Creek people rented a place and put oh, okay. that tent up. Um, they joked about doing it in Eugene Levy's yard, but they rented a place and they all quarantined. They had negative tests and then quarantined so that they could safely do all of that together. Which was kind of a sweet kind of thing, cool, especially yeah. for them, because yeah. they swept it. We'll talk a little bit more about the Emmys later, but when we come back, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly.
behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is... D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Chloe Kardashian. Oh, why is she your D-bag? Well, I, I really wanted to play a game with you first, but there's no way to do this without you knowing what I was trying to do. Because I'd like you... Here's the thing. I want you to look at a photo, please. Open up the link I have provided. Okay. It's a People exclusive, which, by the way, is attempting to sell you things. Mm-hmm. People, I'm on to you and what you're up to. Um, different story for a different day. Please look at the photo there of Chloe Kardashian. With her tiny hands. Well, the the tiny hands are for a reason. Those aren't purporting to be her actual hands. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> thank look, you. Look, you know, but actually, you needed to say that because it is Chloe and. But can you please look at her face? It's plastic. That her does face not is plastic. Look like Chloe Kardashian, and I swear, if I showed that to you, well, I swear, if I showed most people that photo, they'd be like, "Is that Kylie? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know somebody who wants to look like a Kardashian." Anyway, so Khloe Kardashian, exclusive from People Magazine, isn't afraid to be bold with beauty. You name a look. I've tried it. So this latest article, exclusive, by the way, in People Magazine, is really just a press release for her new partnership with Ipsy. I don't know what an Ipsy is. I'm not a lady. But I think Ipsy is like a a lady brand. I mean, I'm a lady, and I don't quite really know what an Ipsy is. I think, isn't it like... Isn't it like brushes and implements to put they things on your face? They deliver signature glam bags filled with five beauty oh. products for $12 a month. It's a sample subscription service. I, oh, okay. So she has partnered with Ipsy, presumably because she's the only Kardashian, save Courtney, who doesn't have her own makeup line. Right. So she can, right? Um, and she has teamed up specifically with TikTok star Addison Ray to do the Tiny Hands Challenge, where they have to put their makeup on with tiny hands. Kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I literally just can't with how much Chloe is just the saddest Kardashian ever, mm-hmm. because she doesn't look like herself. She's promoting a brand that's not even her own. And um, she can't even show her own hands. She can't even show her own hands. <laughs> oh, no. But like, She's got hand shame. But in every photo, she just looks like a completely different person. Yeah, it is. Um, and she thinks that we don't notice it. That's, to me, the piece that really throws me over the edge. She. Um, I want to read a few of her choice words for you because I think this will really sort of, you know, paint a picture no pun intended. Makeup and skincare is essentially in my DNA. Tips and tricks, uh, or she's taken some tips and tricks from what they were doing along the way. What? I don't know what that means. I never like to stick with one look for too long. We know. Short hair, right? major glam, bright lips, you name a look. I've tried it, she says. You get to be a different character every single day in experiment. To me, beauty should be anything but boring. It's a form of self-expression. There's really no right or wrong. Her most recent beauty change? Going back to her brunette roots after years as a blonde. Okay, those, by the way, that's not even her real hair. I was going to say none of her hair is real. No. Like she probably lost it all. 
like from all the changing of the hair, mm-hmm. right? Um, anyway, it, it it just seems so sad and cheap that she's like promoting, you know, I mean, I don't know. People are going to write in now and tell me how amazing Ipsy is and how fabulous their products are. But like when you're a Kardashian sister and you're having to promote somebody else's stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, not say- that she's laughing, um, cashing the check. Can I just say of Ipsy? Because if all Ipsy is, is like an aggregator. Like people, brands will probably pay to have their brands represented in an Ipsy glam box. Yeah, it's just like, you know, one of those subscription boxes. Yeah, and then you get like, you know, however many little samples, which isn't even enough. And then, then of course, you're like, oh, I can't live without this. And then you're going to go and buy inside it. inside the card, there you can check this off if you'd like to get a full-size right. Brazilian bum-bum cream. Right. Oh. That's a thing. Oh. It's on their website. Bum-bum. Mm. I don't know what a Brazilian, uh, a Brazilian <laughs> bum-bum cream does. Well, I bet it's cream for your... Brazilian bum bum. There's booty. Brazilian bum bum body butter. Why do you put it on your bum bum? Do you I have don't a chafed understand. bum bum? I, well, like sometimes I'm guessing. You do oh, I, it can I'm guessing it either removes <laughs> things or enhances things. Wow. Or purports to at least. Yeah, she's yeah. Bless your heart, Chloe. She's never herself. No, she's always... It's because her mother told her herself wasn't good enough. Yes. I mean, can you... There is some... Oh, it's so obvious. Anyway, whatever. I've said this. I'm a broken ass record with... I need some Brazilian (laughs) bum bum cream for my broken ass record. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, okay. Then my... I have a Kardashian adjacent uh, D-bag. Yay. And this feels like it's so obvious to... And I'm sorry, kind of, but I'm also not really sorry because it's Kanye West. And specifically, it's Kanye for this whole tweet storm he went on about Taylor Swift, specifically. Got it. Uh, He basically was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to see to it that Taylor Swift gets her master's back. Scooter is a close family friend. So basically what he's saying, and he was saying a whole lot of other things about the recording industry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the second that you are Kanye West and you invoke Taylor Swift's name, all eyes are on the conversation because of that epic feud that started in 2000, whatever, where he took the microphone from her on the stage at the VMAs uh, when she was but a teenager winning uh, was it record of the year, album of the year, or song of the year? Something of the year. And he felt that Beyonce was owed that honor. The second he brings her name up, everybody has whiplash because we're all going to pay attention now. And no matter how much, they both are guilty of bringing this feud back up and putting it straight front and center in this moment. It is Kanye West. And in this moment, he is doing essentially the very same thing he did when he took the microphone away from her. And he's basically saying, like, you are not a whole human being. Let me do this for you. Let me tell you how this should be. I will see to it. I will go to Scooter Braun. I will ask him to give you your master's back. And he's it's not going to happen, first of all. This is literally everything that comes out of his mouth. I alone can save you. I know. Which is 
ego. Nonsense on a hundred different levels. Adulterated ego. Ego. Fully. Um, now, what is interesting... Well, I don't know. I mean, we're we're having a moment because this all ca- came after Kanye West peed on his own Grammy in the toilet. But like he literally peed on his own Grammy. Yeah. Put his Grammy in the toilet and peed on it. No metaphor. Like that actually. Didn't he get put in a Twitter timeout for that? I I don't think for that. For something right after that, though, right? Allegedly, according to his Twitter friends, yeah. yes. But he's back online now. Yeah. In any case, he claims he's just going to walk right on up to Scooter Braun and uh, get Taylor Swift her masters back. Um, mm, sure. And there's okay. just like all this this undertone to that, like that I just that feels icky. And well, I mean, I just and like I wish read that, the room. We're mm-hmm. not in a moment where a man needs to show up to save a woman, right? And not just only from that, a visual standpoint, right? And not only that, but again, it just goes back to that same well of the Taylor Swift. Kanye West um, schism and we don't need to do that we just can we move forward let's all move forward I'm ready to move forward are you ready to move forward I am ready to move forward well we're gonna move forward all right yeah we are (laughs) we're gonna move forward to another conversation and this one is about getting the Cobra gang together we have a story about the Kardashians involving Kanye West and Kim Kardashian that we need to get to the bottom of. So we'll get the Cobra gang together when we come back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey, how's it going over there? Well, you know, just doing the thing. Uh, we've got a mystery to solve, and when we do that, we have to get together the Cobra gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra Gang. Dun 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 Kanye and Kim. Okay, so here's a mystery we need to solve regarding Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, and it's an exclusive from our good friends over at Page Seeks. That's page six. Um... So, uh, I'm just going to read the headline. It's exclusive, which means what? Exclusive. means the call is coming from which inside the house. Which is very interesting if this is coming from inside the house. Mm. Headline, Kim Kardashian could divorce Kanye over his stance on abortion. Interesting. Okay, what? So, according to page six, Kim Kardashian is thinking about Kanye, uh is thinking about divorcing Kanye in light of his, quote, latest episode. And I don't think they mean of his podcast. Of the show. A source close to the couple tells Page Six that West, and I am don't shoot the messenger here, kids, um, Page Six, that West's bipolar disorder and his anti-abortion stance have taken a toll on their crumbling marriage. The insider shares to Page Six, Kim has the whole divorce planned out. But she's waiting for him to get through his latest episode. Now, the latest episode, of course, uh, talks about the last few months where Kanye West was extremely vocal about his uh, pro-life stance. Um, And I'm not even going to repeat the things that Mm -hmm. he said, what he did and all the things. You can Google that on your own. But that is the story coming out of page six. And. When page six says there's an exclusive, I'm not saying it's true. 
I'm just saying that somebody connected with the actual celebrity would like you to believe that it's true. So we need to unravel what is really going on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, well, the first thing I will say is that particular episode was very front and center. So grabbing onto that and spinning that into a reason for any type of unrest in their marriage, meaning that um, his abortion stance moment that we all were privy to is a touch point that a lot of people have publicly. Mm -hmm. So it's an easy thing to grab onto Mm -hmm. to spin a story out of Mm -hmm. for for her in -hmm. particular. Um, when I think we all know that there's probably much more than that going on. Yeah, so then I ask myself, why does somebody want us to think that? And who wants us to think that? Does somebody from Team you know, Kanye want us to think that this is the case? Um, in Boy, sort of that's a defensive... because I feel like it could be either way. Or is it Team Kim Kardashian? Or, and here's where my money would be, is it Team Jenner? Right. That is Chris Jenner because I don't think Chris Jenner's motives align with Chris or uh, Kim's or Kanye's for that matter. No, they align with and I don't Chris feel like Jenner's motives. Period. Yeah, and I don't feel like we've learned that Kim Kardashian has an army of people that come to push her, you know, tabloid narratives out into the world. Um, I think if a person does, it's her mom. And insofar as anyone ever is talking about these things directly to tabloids, TMZ, I'm looking at you. Um, well, I, I would imagine some of that comes from Kanye too, because I think he has a relationship with Harvey, but, um, that is Harvey Levin, the head of TMZ. But my point is I, I, anytime I see something that might be pro Kim, it's probably coming from Kris Jenner. I don't know that this is pro Kim though, because it is a weird turn of phrase to say that he is, she is going to leave him because of his quote stance on abortion, not his throwing her private life out into the open mm-hmm. in front of people for political gain. Right. But rather his political views on abortion, which I'm not trying to belittle someone's political views on abortion, but that's typically not going to be a primary reason you divorce someone. Well, and you know what's really interesting about that? Okay, so now I'm starting to feel, based on what you're saying, a little bit more like this is a Kanye's camp um camp kanye uh that this is from his camp because it does kind of make kim if it makes kim look bad like for example well nope see now i'm waffling it (laughs) makes her look bad in that the follow-up sentence which was kim has it all planned out Mm -hmm. but then to say she's just waiting for this episode to kind of be to pass Mm -hmm then also acknowledges that he's in a difficult space, which I don't think he his camp would do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. I'm straddling a fence right now, and it's very uncomfortable. And we don't. Okay, well, I mean, you're allowed to get off the fence, but I don't think we need to necessarily, even though it's uncomfortable. Um, we don't need to have an answer per se, but I, when I see stories like this, I think there's gotta be, okay, something's going on here. And what I do find interesting is that this notion that she is still planning on divorcing him is out there because that is not something we've heard. Like everything we've heard up to this point has been about like after their like, you know, Wyoming love fest, 
mm-hmm. everything's back on track. Right. But this would indicate that, you know, someone wants you to believe not all is copacetic in, you know, the Kanye West, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian household. This, whatever happens next between this these two will be very interesting to watch because she will she has tied so much of who she is um her own personal brand down to how she dresses um to him and his eye right so if she does if if she does choose to separate from him to divorce him she's going to have to go through some sort of reinvention because so much of her persona is attached to their marriage mm-hmm. and his eye as a fashion designer. Um, and my goodness, they have four children together, right? So it'll be, it, it will be interesting to see how she pivots if this does sort of conclude the way we keep hearing it might. Meaning we hear story after story after story. That she's considering divorce. Well, we did, but we didn't for a long time. That's why I think this one stands out. Because, again, like, recently, the the focus was all of a sudden on his moments. You'll remember there was that, you know, they all did the kumbaya thing in Wyoming, and Mm -hmm. then everything was back on track. And then he started to have his moments again where he's peeing on things on Twitter and telling people he's going to save the record industry and you know it doesn't seem like much has changed i also when people do the same thing over and over again even and and they're and they're telling you they're not doing it i'm just like i am my patience for that is pretty much zero these days so like i can see that something is still going on with kanye west oh interesting whether or not it's his mental illness which i don't care like that is the least of my concerns but the fact that this is still like the way he's behaving is still happening. Mm-hmm. So you can write all the stories you want about how everything's fine, but clearly, if it's fine, he's not stopping doing what he's right. doing. Do you right. see what I'm saying? Right. So it's just not fine. Yeah. Whatever. And whatever it is. the not fine is, whether it's discord in their relationship, mm-hmm. he's just in a weird creative place, or he is suffering. From something that needs to be addressed, something is clearly not right in the world. You know, and I more and more am uh, thinking about it from Chris Jenner's perspective because it would be in her, to her benefit, in the brand's benefit, to try to separate from Kanye as much as possible. I mean, yeah. she's going to be on Team Kim as much as she can be. But to your point, it's really all about her own agenda. Chris Jenner's mm-hmm. and separating as far as possible from. Well, and they're also Kanye. in a very precarious place because, by all accounts, they're actually transitioning to a streaming service or trying to get a streaming deal. And the last thing you need, well, so that brings a whole new layer, and we don't have right? time to think. Oh, we do have time to think about it. Okay, so Let's put think. this into the mix. The last headline about the end of the Kardashians was. Oh, but wait, there's more. The Kardashians are behind the scenes working to ink a streaming deal. Right. So headlines about Kim and Kanye maybe aren't the worst thing in the world. Right. Which is maybe why stories like these are now being Starting planted to pop in up again. Well, and then also remember, Kris Jenner kind of controls the space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. Even like we're all with these stories, you're already setting up 
possible multiple narratives storylines and storylines next right whatever whatever the project yeah whatever it could be i don't know maybe chris jenner is gonna buy quibi or something and then it's gonna be the kardashian streaming service nuggets all the time (laughs) harvey harvey no please um kardashian bikes harvey harvey um they do have a person who has i mean they're they do have a show on quibi the kardashian brand does oh really yeah, it's with that. I think it's Kirby. Is that his the guy who Kirby made Jenner? Yeah, mm-hmm. Kirby Jenner who made oh, is like that, a, that through fake, the Kardashians. Like, well, I think they're involved in it. Yeah. Oh, um, what was I going to say? Sorry, so, I took you off track. No, I was just thinking about the. We were talking about streaming service. Oh, which is why I find so delightful that people are falling for this idea that somehow Chris Jenner is going to show up on Real Housewives, mm-hmm. and that to me is just Andy Cohen trying to, you know sort of insert himself like suck the blood off of the kardashian beast that's what he does you know to get attention which god bless him that's i mean he's good at that so suck away andy no you're lame stay in it (laughs) but i mean she there is no way she's gonna go show up on andy cohen's show she's gonna the no woman way. could uh-uh. start her own streaming No, she's service. not making money for other people. No, she's not in that exactly. business. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, this is going to be fun. You call in and you tell us your favorite fast food fad. And we'll tell you what the fad was the year you were born. 651-641-1071. After this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.